This article comes out of thegamer.com and was written by Sean Murray. Neuroengineer Victor Tot, great name, created an elaborate apparatus to get rats to play Doom 2. You can read the full details over on Medium via PC Gamer where he's published his full report, but the gist of it is that is the rat is suspended on a polystyrene ball using a teeny tiny sweater. The rat then runs on the ball, which activates sensors that move the in-game character. A rig directly in front of the rat allows it to shoot and also rewards it with food and water for playing the game. Also in front of the rat is a giant curved monitor to play on, which from the rat's perspective must look like an IMAX theater. The whole thing was made using a 3D printer and stuff Tot purchased on Amazon. So if you've got a pet rat you'd like to train, you can even do it yourself. Perhaps the best part of the story is the names of each rat, which are Romero, Carmack, and Tom. Romero awesome. was fearless, more like thrill-seeking, and loved grapes. Carmack was a real architect, building around its home, keeping it tidy. He was fond of bananas. Tom began, began shy, but held the most surprises in learning performance. At this point, you might be uh, rightfully wondering, why rats? Well, it's not just to continue the meme. Tot hopes that this, uh, this, that his work will allow other scientists to cheaply develop training programs for other rats in a virtual environment. Now, Aaron, I know you have a couple of guinea pigs. Could you <laughs> see yourself, uh, or a guinea pig, I believe? Uh, could you see yourself training it? To, oh, you got three now. Dang. Uh, three they multiply. <laughs> they just keep getting more. Yeah, they keep <laughs> yeah what the hell? Where did you get a third one from? Yeah, uh, went down to the country. Some kid was selling a guinea pig. Another guinea pig. Oh, great! Well, now you might be able to train them to play some Doom. Are you going to be ordering all this stuff on Amazon and? Are you going to name him Doom Guy? I would love to name him Doom Guy. That would be awesome. Uh, Or Romero. That was a great name. Romero is a good name. Legend. Yeah, because that's the creator of Doom, John Romero. Yeah, which is uh, incredible. I I I thought I thought they were talking about Caesar Romero. Nah, the creator of Doom uh, is paying homage to him. That's fantastic. I um I love that story. That's fantastic. I mean, Doom and Doom Two are just iconic masterpieces for back in the day. Anyway, at Mm. uh, at the time. And to kind of share the joy with everyone, including small marsupials, <laughs> is just fantastic. If you can get everyone to play Doom 2, including a rat, I am definitely <laughs> in for that. That's fantastic. Oh, we are all about accessibility here over at News to Reviews. Are you happy to know you might be able to get... If you had a pet rat, it could enjoy Doom as well, Lockie. <laughs> this is bad yeah this head. is yeah this is bad audio for a podcast um yeah <laughs> yeah i am shaking my head at the moment i'm just sort of blown away by the entire concept i find it really weird <laughs> can i just say can i just say that straight off the bat i find it strange and yeah. and i i mean like i i have pets and i love them and yeah sometimes you you do like you play around with them and you do some you know, you create games and do some weird shit, but this is really weird. <laughs> this is elaborate. This is 
this is elaborate weird, and it's just like... Mm. Yeah, but, like, you're a fan of Diablo 2. I know that, right? Like, you love Diablo 2, and you had a great time playing it, you really enjoyed it. Now, if you could share that passion with someone in the room or something in the room, such as Jackie or Maddie or dogs, yeah. uh, wouldn't you want to do that? Wouldn't you be like, oh my god, this was incredible. Here, Jackie, grab the controller, you've got to experience this. <laughs> yeah, and let me just let me just make something crystal clear. When I say I do some weird shit with my dogs, it's not, like, <laughs> sexually. Um... Just wanted to rip that band-aid off. Like, um, I'm just... <laughs> I'm talking about, like, playing games and being stupid with them. Um, I'm not talking... It, not in a sex way. Um, yeah, so... You don't mean hide the peanut butter, no? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't break out the old jar of peanut butter and, and see what happens. He could put a track trackpad down his pants to see if the, the yeah. character moves on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a little to the left, 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 oh, right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. Games and Unreal Engine demos as well. <laughs> More on that later. Lockie, how are Yo. you doing this week, my friend? I'm going well. I'm going well. Looking forward to the to the Christmas holidays. And also, we've had some interesting things come out over the last week. The Game Awards was a big, big deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, that... Who, who was the random guy, a random old bloke at the beginning singing? Ah, uh, Sting. That was Sting. That was Sting. That yeah. was Sting. Wow. He sounded yeah. a bit shaky to start off with. I was like, oh, who did they trot out? Who is this guy? Sting, sting the old man. He's sting he was. Yeah. He, like he got he there. He got there, and the song, the song got really good. But I and and I was wondering, I was wondering, is it just me? Because I was looking in the comment section because I wanted to see if anyone else is picking up on. He sounded really wobbly and shaky in the first mm. ten to twenty seconds, and then as soon as he started being able to really um, build it out and bellow that's when he hit his group but before then i was like oh oh this isn't sounding good he's no sting chicken <laughs> he's no sting chicken <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently since he since he's starting to go a bit downhill he's going to change his name to stung Stung. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and as you have heard Shots have been laughing in Ouch. the background there right now and, and in our intro story, we have one of my favourite people ever to talk to and our most prolific guests, returning guest, the awesome Aaron. Aaron, thank you for joining us again this week, buddy. How are you? You are welcome, lads. Let's do it oh. again. Create the madness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Some finally some Microsoft... Uh, exclusives. Well, not oh. really, but you know, kind of. Kind of. Uh, Halo is kind of, yeah. sort of, not really. Well, not really, because I can play it on my computer. But yeah, fellas, we we have so much interesting stuff to get into. <laughs> no, look, I, I am I, I am losing it at the a bit at the moment. I, I get, I, I'm, I, I'm giving Aaron so much shit. I just absolutely derailed oh, something that he was you. going to no, introduce no, no, soon. No, 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 no. I'm an Xbox <laughs> fan, and I know that they're on PC. Like just... it's Microsoft. <laughs> Like, <laughs> telling them to stay away from PC is ridiculous. Oh yeah, no, it'd be it'd be batshit crazy of them, definitely. Uh, before yeah. we get started, guys, I I'm feeling like shit at the moment, both physically and mentally. I'm still really oh, no. sick, 
and just I don't know shit's a bit bit crazy in my life at the moment. As I, I said, I think weeks ago on the show uh, that I was going to go back and start seeing a psychologist. So I finally booked that in. I'm going to make sure I go and do that because as we always talk about on this show, mental health is incredibly important. Uh, That's right. Mental health is mental wealth. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, everyone out there, you know, always make sure you're looking after yourselves. And if you feel like you need help, go out and seek it. So yeah, if I'm sounding a little bit like low energy or a little bit down, that is the reason why. But you know what? There's so much interesting stuff to talk about. There's so much cool stuff to get into. Whether it be good, whether it be bad, <laughs> that's uh, that's up for you guys to decide. You take How the about... good, you take the bad, you take it all, and there you have. Oh yeah, you guys <laughs> ready to take it all? I'm ready to take it all. <laughs> Let's get take it. Oh, our first story comes out of a little old company that's uh, never been a topic on this show. Has never done anything wrong. Ubisoft. <laughs> oh. oh no, Ubisoft can do no wrong. Oh, oh, they can do. No <laughs> Did you wrong. see the ending of Valhalla? Mwah. Chef kiss. Oh, don't, mate. I'm I'm in a nice mental state right now. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I know, that. <laughs> I know. Which. I know we're end of end of 2021, and and we're gonna bring you dra- um kicking and screaming back into 2020. Well, get this right, right Lockie. You're gonna love this. Ubisoft has announced Ubisoft Quartz, their foray into oh. NFTs. Yes. So with the beta starting on December 9th, players can earn unique items called digits, which are tied to the blockchain. Starting with Ghost Recon Blandpoint. Three digits will be made available for free if you have played enough. The first. I love how a... they launched this on their on their least used title. Like it's <laughs> oh, yeah. just it's just so heavily maligned. Like what what's it's got a red score on Metacritic. I know that. A, we, we, yeah, I covered it on the show as yeah. the first game that oh. I completely just tore to shreds. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it 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 is not a good game, and I but I can understand why they'd want to test it out on something like this rather oh. than one of their main. Oh, yeah. fucking fucking PS4 3.0 user score over a thousand people yes. rated this game, and yeah, that's exactly. where they decided Terrible. to break out. You know this this blockchain shit. This is their flagship launching title because they really want this to succeed on their most hated title. So they're going to bring so- out a widely hated thing on a widely hated title wonderful so so get this right Lockie. if you have reached experience level five you can get a skin yep. for your rifle which is an you know it's a unique digit it's tied to the blockchains your own skin that's unique completely to you a pair of pants yep. if you've played 100 hours and you can get yourself cool. a helmet with its own unique digits on it it's actually on the item in the game as well as t- tied to it through the blockchain if you've racked up 600 hours of game time in Ghost Recon Blandpoint, which for anyone out there, if you've racked up 600 hours in this game, oh my, I'm go really outside. worried about you. Yeah, go please seek mail, help please. as I am, and I can say that because I am seeking help. You definitely need help if you've 600 <laughs> he can, hours. He can game. say it. You can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, now there, there was a trailer that was released on YouTube explaining all of this stuff. Well, not completely. It didn't explain how you earn the items. Uh, but that trailer... <laughs> well, you earn them which... by playing that god-awful game. Like, oh, you earn them. Yeah. Mate, you that, earn them. 
That you trailer had a 96% dislike ratio on YouTube. People <laughs> wow. use their plugins in order to be able to wow. see because YouTube doesn't let us see what the uh, dislike ratio, the like to dislike ratio is anymore. Yeah. And yeah, apparently it was 1,000 likes to about 26,000 oh. dislikes. And you can imagine those likes, I don't know who the fuck they were. <laughs> Probably just people who like NFTs. Uh, but yeah, gamers yeah. are not happy about this, and I understand why, because this in no way at all improves games, in my opinion. Like, no. how in this anyway is an improvement to a, someone who enjoys games and to the gameplay experience? I do not know. Aaron, are you as baffled by this NFT shit as I am? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I know it's there. I know that one day, possibly, and I mean, with a capital P, possibly, it might be worth something um, and, and be something. But this is so typical of companies like this, right? It's like, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of talk out there. They don't want to miss out on any of it. And they want to be a part of it because they want to be relevant. And they end up doing something like this. They did the same thing with Battle Royale. You know, they knew that they were a little late to it, but it was still a big hype for it and everything. Uh, they even used the word hype in the game, right? Hyperscape. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you can tell that it's like... The, you don't their marketing have to departments jump. are not creative. No. <laughs> no. You don't right. have to jump on something just because people are talking about it. Like, that's no reason yeah. to be like, yeah, all in, everything. Like, the whole budget goes to that now. Like... So from a from a Great gaming standpoint, or you're saying they're getting on the hype train with a, a couple of other companies doing this, like what's what's the underpinning rationale here? Because I can only there's only one way I can see this being beneficial from their end is that they're trying to get attract Bitcoin miners and companies yeah. that have absolutely zero interest in games to purchase their games. It's acquisition, yeah. It's acquisition yeah. of players. That's what they're yeah. trying to do. Like yeah. people that love NFTs will be like, "Oh, I can earn that now by playing this game. I'll go and buy yeah. the game." Uh, yeah, and you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head right there, Aaron. The whole the phrase that's coming out with this, the thing that marketing is pushing is play to earn. So yeah. you can earn by playing the game. It's just a way yeah. to keep players engaged and feel like they're getting something out of wasting six hundred fucking hours of their life. Yeah, but the thing is that obviously they're NFTs, mm. so these things only have the value that anyone is willing to pay for it. So, look yeah. for a game like Ghost Recon Blandpoint. I can't see it being a good investment for anyone to buy one of these skins off somebody else. Uh, but you know, I guess we'll it's have a good to wait it's a good testing happens. ground though, Zach. Like if they were to pick a game that you'd want to test something like this on, I would pick something a bit more redundant. Like, I, oh, yeah. I want to see whether or not it moves. I want to see how it works. Like, put it in a live yeah. environment. You wouldn't want to put this into, I don't know, what's their biggest one? Uh, Valhalla, I guess. Oh, Far Cry. You wouldn't <laughs> want to put it into, like, Far Cry 6 kind of thing, and then it just goes yeah. to shit, and then you've got a whole audience that are just really upset and in an uproar about yeah. it. Yeah, because then they're not going to buy the next title. They're, yeah, they're, that's them admitting that their breaking point is, a, is an ending franchise, because... Yeah. They know that it's down the crapshoot. They're not going to win those players back. Yeah. So now they're testing out whoever's remaining on there. It's a good test um, and yeah, but yeah. It, yeah. And, but it also and goes the, uh, to show that they don't have a lot of faith in this idea, that they're not mm. that they're scared to commit this idea, probably because they know it's fucking bad. <laughs> they have they've since removed that trailer too, by the way. You can't you can't you can <laughs> find it all over YouTube, obviously, but it, the, the, from the Ubisoft official account, they're like, oh no, fuck that off. You know, you know what's smart as well? Think about it this way. They're trying to test 
it's they're trying to gauge users who have zero interest in playing games because those are the only people that would be playing Breaking Point right now. <laughs> like people who like games aren't playing Breakpoint. So it makes sense. They've got this they've got this server and they've got nothing to do with it now other than test future marketing strategies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know. God. It's I don't think it belongs in gaming. It doesn't <laughs> no, belong I, I, in gaming. No, no, it doesn't. It's disgusting. All of this <laughs> shit is disgusting and gross. And you, they say in the trailer, it's like, you can sell your unique item, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know what yeah. really has me concerned about this? You can uh, Diablo 3 people, auction house people it. People reselling Yay. skins in CSGO, which is already a, a massive issue, the, the skin reselling market. You've had people create like CSGO Lotto, which is, you know, like gambling websites around <laughs> skins where they're, you know, using real money to buy skins and then reselling them. Like it just opens the door to a lot of corrupt yes. shit. And yeah. yeah, it's just it's just super sketchy. I, I, I don't yeah, it it just it uh, it the- stinks of just trying to make money with giving no shit at all about your player base and the people who consume your your uh, products. Yeah. No, this all this all happened a while back with um with Blizzard with Diablo three where they set up the auction house thing and it was wildly successful and a lot of people were just playing the games endlessly just to make money by selling content that they find in there through drops, mm. but governments got involved because like Mm. there was no there was no form of regulating this shit and it was almost like cartel activity because the gaming companies themselves were able to manage the drop rate yeah and so they had a complete control over what was actually starting to become real world a a real world effect on currency and you can't do that monopolies are illegal you can't you can't price fix you're not allowed to do that And a lot of the reasons why shit like that ends up getting shut down is because, yeah, criminal organizations use it to, like, launder money and shit. Well, yeah, there's that Rather than, like, give us Bitcoin, give us, like, this much money's worth of fucking CSGO skins (laughs) and then use that as a form of currency. It's, it's, yeah, fucking, it's it's fucked. It it opens the door for lots of really corrupt and dodgy shit. Not something a big company should be getting involved in. Should be anywhere. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, any any country with strong anti anti competition laws um, will eventually come around for this sort of shit. And boys, you know what I'd like you guys to come around for? Come around, sit around. It's time to talk about the video game. Award advertisements, yeah! <laughs> and are we going to talk about the actual awards? I don't know, fucking maybe. We're going to talk about what people go to the awards for. It's the trailers for new shit. That's it. So I've I've just I've got a list here of the different sh- shit. Lockie, I know you watched a bit of a recap. Did you Did you check out the entire show, uh, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, I had to. I had to work that day. Unfortunately, I think I told you guys uh, on our chat. I'm like, I'm gonna have to mute you because I'm gonna be at work and I don't want any spoilers. And here I am, just begging and praying for like Banjo Kazooie or like uh, the next Killer Instinct. And I get home and I get my wife to put it on. I'm like, I don't even want to just put it on YouTube. Just get it there. And I sat through. Yeah, I sat through three hours of what the hell. Every time the trailer (laughs) came out, I'm just like, oh, what the hell. (laughs) Like, really? Where's my bear and bird, for fuck's sakes? Like, what the hell? You know what? I I, I don't give much of a shit about the Game Awards at all. Uh, I do. I usually just watch like a recap of the the most interesting trailers afterwards, as as what Lockie has done. Yeah. Uh, but yep. this year I was I was home and I was sick, so I was doing nothing. 
And I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll watch it. And my expectations were in the absolute dirt because, you know, I've mm. seen the Game Awards before. It was boring as shit. But I, t- I didn't mind it, actually. <laughs> I had a decent <laughs> time. I was playing some Pokemon while I, while I watched it for all the cringeworthy <laughs> scripted moments. And, uh, yeah, like, I, I thought there was some a little bit of fun to be had there. And I liked some of the reveals. Uh, but anyway, let's start get, getting cracking into all the shit that we got to see at the Game Awards. And the first one, which I actually missed because I missed the uh, the very start of it. I didn't come in until I think the, the first award was uh, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. We got oh, to yeah. see our first sort of look at gameplay of that one. I was not the biggest fan of the first one. I thought the voice acting was amazing. The visuals were great. Uh, there was some really, lots of really cool uh, aspects of it, but I'm not a fan of stories where basically you're just learning what has already happened, and the you know the interesting thing isn't occurring now, uh, or like you know enemies that don't actually exist; they're all just in your imagination. I just I I can't get amongst it. Not a fan of it. But this looks like you're dealing with things in real time in the real world, not in just some like fantasy environment in Senua's head. Uh, you see this giant uh, crawl out of the fucking water and it, the design of this giant just looks absolutely incredible. Like it's so detailed. It's so, uh, it's like so grotesque the way it sort of crawls on its arms across the land. It, it, it looked absolutely fantastic. I, I thought the trailer was great. Did, did, what did you think of the, of Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 gameplay trailer, Aaron? Yeah, I actually really liked it. Uh, I saw the... I, I played the first one um, a little bit and I couldn't get into it. Uh, just, I don't know. To me, it was like... Yeah, it was too It was too slow. Really yep. slow. Um, and I was just like, I can't do this. Uh, but I did actually really love that trailer. I thought that was really good. And the thing is too, though, it wasn't a trailer. Like, uh, that is actually in-game footage, which I yeah. couldn't believe. Yeah. Um, the thing is too, though, from what I believe, and I'm just double-checking now, that's running on the Unreal Engine 5. Mm. So that was a good look at that. I'm um, just double-checking that now, but I think it is. Yep. I would, I would yep. not, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. It, it was. That fucking beautiful. Yeah, it was Unreal Engine 5. So that was pretty much our first look at the at this point in time of what gameplay on Unreal Engine 5 looks like in a game that's in development. And uh, and I was really impressed with what I saw. Uh, still, based upon the gameplay and what I saw, though, I can't see myself playing a lot of it. I'll give it a go. Mm. But I don't know. Those kind of like cinematic, uh, yeah. you know, interactive uh gameplay like that just don't really interest me i really want to see the the crux of what you're actually doing in the game and yeah and, and you know how it all works uh but yeah visually amazing mm. i'd, I'd yeah. have to imagine that's just like a portion of it there where you, where you have that moment where because because there was quite little gameplay in that section it seemed like you you're the character only seemed to be in control uh, by a player when she was throwing those spears by the, the yeah. looks of it. Um, so I hope, like, throughout the rest of the game, I'm sure you'd have a lot more control over Sanua. But I guess that, that all remains to be seen. We'll have to wait till we see more. Uh, Lockie, what do you think? Uh, it reminded me, I don't know if either of you guys watch a lot of anime, but it reminded me of Attack on Titan, which is really mm. oh, popular, successful yeah. anime over the last couple of years. Yeah, Never it, watched yeah. it, but the design of those Titans, mm, yeah. I love it. Yeah, Creek. 
creepy ass big giant humans that there's something wrong with them but they look enough like humans that it's just terrifying body horror oh, um yeah, yeah that's that i got i got serious fights from that which you know good inspiration from there i think they did a fantastic job with it and it's awesome to hear that that was on the unreal engine 5 so i think there's a big hype through that engine that they're going to be able to squeeze a lot out of the um console hardware that's on the market at the moment because i mean you know, having played on one of the new gen consoles, I, I, you know, they keep saying they're 4K, but they're not. But are they? Are they really? You know, <laughs> oh, I they're four. They're 4K. Asterix, asterix, asterix. Can't can't reach 60 frames per second. Um, you know, slightly reduced resolution here. Fidelity mode versus performance mode, which is the reju- reduction. Like, you know, when you when you get a game, you want it to perform. So, yeah. Zach, you know. I. Um, I- I gotta ask as well. Uh, uh, maybe you, maybe Lockie, if you know as well though. But did you kind of get? Did you kind of get? Um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn kind of vibes from it as well, being kind of primitive esque. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, and also as a lady. Yeah, yes. oh, well, yeah Senua's design yeah. is kind of similar. They both got dreads. <laughs> they both got red hair. They both got the tribal sort of look. Um, they both kind of look a little dirty, the, um, like they could use a wash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Horizon right. has the uh the the plating from the animals sort of weaved yeah. into their armor. Yeah. Uh but yeah, they are they are kind of similar uh, protagonists for sure in a lot of ways. Both very uh strong and and leaders in their uh, their tribes and whatnot as well too, so. Yeah. Absolutely. There's are single female warriors fighting for their clients. <laughs> you know you know the, the thing female. is though, it's Unreal Engine 5 and we'll talk about it a bit later when we talk about the Matrix demo, but Ooh. uh I want to see colors. I want to see bright environments. I want to see more realistic kind of, you know, places. You know, that was all dark. Uh it was all stormy. It was Oh, well then what? It sounds of, like you're getting, you're going to be excited about Dokovi coming out then. Dokovi? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dokovi's <laughs> nothing but colours. <laughs> yeah, well, that's oh. it. Like, it's good to, you know, really see, I don't know, some, some sort of enjoyment in regards to colours and brightness and graphics instead of. And K pop. K pop and weird bobblehead children that are really photorealistic. It's just, ugh. I don't oh, like this. I think children. someone's yeah, been enjoying terrifying. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Ooh, all the pretty from. colors. Oh, yeah. it looks so pretty. Actually, I, I love it. And, the look of that game. and there I was a Marvel's it. game in that trailer that looked really good. I can't remember for the life of me which one because they all look the same at this point. But there was one that looked really good. Are you sure it wasn't DC? Because yeah, there were two DC ones. My Maybe. Ah, oh, yes, DC. Yeah, it was the Suicide Squad. That looks good. Oh, and yeah. hey, little fucking let's talk about it. Suicide fucking let's Squad talk about kill it. the motherfucking Justice League. We got our first look at... Look, it's a, it's, a, it's a gameplay trailer. It's cut to shit. You don't get to see, like, you know, 20 seconds of uninterrupted gameplay or whatever. And it's all from all these crazy angles and whatnot. Uh, but you get a few glimpses of what it will look like when you control these characters. And it looks very much like a third-person shooter in a way like they've all got their different abilities and stuff but from the most part it seems like you're attacking from a distance but wow metropolis looks absolutely gorgeous i love the 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 characters all seem great they all seem like they're they're like quite well written i guess we'll have to wait and see until the entire thing comes out but hey i I trust rocksteady they know how to write a fucking uh, comic book video game that's for sure they've they've definitely earned Mm. my trust with all the arkham games uh, Lockie, are you keen for Suicide Squad now? Have you seen some gameplay? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm keen for it. I think it looks like a whole ton of fun. And um, I, I gotta say, shout out to that Aussie guy that throws a, a, a boomerang. boomerang. That's just, yeah. that's just fantastic. Like, I just love that. It's, it's borderline racist, but I love it. <laughs> I, I, it was not. It's like not quite put on enough that it pisses me off. I don't, or maybe he's just so good at it or like you know so confident with it that i find it endearing but i fucking love it normally when oh, i hear I someone put it on a it. when so usually when i hear someone put it on an aussie accent i, th- I fucking just want to t- tear my eardrums out but i was i was like oh num 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 that's good oh i like when they go <laughs> full-on camp with it it's fantastic like i that's just good that's just good fun for me so yeah um i'm really i'm really keen on this game seems like there's a lot of humor built into it mm-hmm. um I don't know. Do they have Margot Robbie in it? Uh. I thought it was great. I like. I, I you can see Rocksteady's kind of uh, combat come through there. Like I saw a lot of it, kind of thing. Like you said, Zach, not so much hand to hand, but just the traversal kind of thing looks very mm. much like the old Batman games, which is mm. kind of good. I always get confused though because there's another Batman game coming out as well, uh, Gotham <laughs> Knights, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which got delayed until 2022, so now both of them are supposed to be coming out uh, next right. year. But look, I, I got a feeling, and like I, you know, I could be wrong, but prediction for 2022, Suicide Squad's gonna get, end up getting delayed into like early yeah. 2023. Yeah, there's I, a good I don't, chance. I I have no insider knowledge to suggest this this is just a feeling from deep inside my soul uh mm. but yeah there's there's a lot of a lot of arkham stuff coming up uh the gotham knights ones were the same people who worked on uh what was it the that arkham City? remember the arkham game that no one talks about the the third one that was made origins by studio arkham origins. origins i think it's the yeah. same team who did yeah. that yeah i believe D- yeah WB yeah it's because it's a fucking Montreal. prequel people mm. need to stop doing prequels they're awful no one wants them Ooh, oh, oh, before the before the interesting story, like, you know, what school did they go to? Um, you know, what were their parents like? I guess you're wondering how oh. I got here. Yeah. Oh, I'm not no, I'm not wondering. No one's wondering. <laughs> who, who, who in fucking marketing ha- seems to be convinced that everyone's wondering and are thinking all these things? We're not. We want to yeah. know what happens next. Yeah, not before. Look, look. I'm hoping I'm wrong about uh, it getting delayed to 2023. We'll have to wait and see what happens next year. But, uh, yeah, I'm fucking pumped for Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. My hype levels are through the roof. And right now, your hype levels are probably through the roof if you're a Star Wars fan because there is a new Star Wars game in development. But temper those expectations. It's not going to be a third-person action game like what we enjoyed with Jedi Fallen Order, Lockie. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be a completely narrative-driven game. I'm just... Wait. I, I'm, wait. I'm what? Yeah. What? That was a narrative-driven game. And also Jedi Fallen Order was narrative-driven. I am making some assumptions here. So it's, <laughs> this is called Star Wars Eclipse, and it's going to be made by Quantic Dream. Uh, so David Cage, who made uh, games such as uh, Detroit Become Human. Um, Sean! Sean! Fuck, what's it called? Oh, my God. Um, heavy Rain. Uh, heavy <laughs> I don't rain. know if you guys know the no Sean glitch. I clue what you're talking about. No. Oh, look up the Sean glitch on yeah. YouTube. There's, there was a glitch where basically you could press 
uh, X to yell for your son's name, but there was a glitch where you could just keep on doing it. So like a uh-huh. scene will be playing out where someone's talking to you. He's just yelling in their face going, Sean! <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I, I recommend anyone cool. going back to watch it. It's impossible not it, to yeah. laugh at it. Uh, but yeah, it's the developers of, of those games. They're all these story-based, narrative-based games where you make decisions and you do quick time events uh, and, you know, explore environments looking at items and stuff in order to progress, basically. Um, I thought Detroit Become Human was fucking excellent. I absolutely love that game. I platinumed it. Uh, it was an absolutely great time. But, you know, it's definitely not my preferred game style. I prefer games with an actual bit of gameplay to them. I like to get down and dirty and do what those characters do best. Uh, Aaron, are, are you ex- have any excitement at all for this Absolute- uh, Quantic Dream Star Wars game? zippo excitement for this one. <laughs> like, I'm oh, no. sorry to upset fans out there but what did we see we saw uh someone drumming for pretty much 50 percent of the the, yeah, the cinematic Vol- voldemort uh, drumming yep yeah, voldemort drumming 50 <laughs> percent. that's all it was it was a gen trailer and there were a lot of desert planets being yeah. shown in it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw no gameplay trailer uh, no gameplay material at all whatsoever you just you know zoomed around some environments for literally a second of a frame before it switched to something else it just showed what the the world could look like could look like you can't push that against anything at all and then it ends and it's like yeah clips yeah. i'm like oh just move on to the next one like that, <laughs> what is that <laughs> uh, did you find it as as uninteresting as uh, Aaron did, Lockie? No, I like. Look, I liked the trailer for what it was. If that was for an actual movie, I'd say yeah, it's pretty well put together movie you trailer. Don't know what it but was, right, yeah. But yeah, it definitely didn't um didn't make sense as a game. Um, you're right. <laughs> I had no I had no sense of what this game was going to be about and what the gameplay was going to be like. Um, which is pretty bad for a game. You you kind of need to have a feel for what it's going to be sort of encompassing other than the fact that it's Star Wars and they could have just said Star Wars game coming in, you know, 2022 or 2023 and I would have known. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's it sort of failed on that front. But, yeah, I thought as, to, as far as the trailers, um, trailer goes, I thought it was interesting. It S- yeah. seemed a lot like June, seemed like whoever di- directed June was engaged in some way financially to be involved in this. um and yeah uh that was successful and this will probably be successful too um disney only does calculated successful moves yeah i I thought the trailer looked intriguing i'm not really a star wars fan i do like quantic dreams games i'm not the biggest fan of david cage himself as a person just from what i've heard uh through reporting over the years um but yeah i'd I'd be curious he's no nick (laughs) There's issues there. Uh, we won't go into it right now, but um, where was I going with that? Uh, but, but, where were you uh, going with that? I, where are you, Zach? I, I don't know. <laughs> You're uh, in Zach, Wars. pull it together, man. Oh, yeah, so we heard... Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. We actually heard rumours of Star this. Wars, boring. Go. <laughs> we, yeah. we heard rumours. <laughs> I, I do think Star Wars is boring. No offence to Star Wars fans out there. I'm glad you guys love it. It's great that you guys love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we did talk about this on the show. There was rumours yeah. about this actually a couple of months ago. I think we might have even talked about somebody's leaking. Don't ask me what episode. Get fucked, everybody. Um, basically, the <laughs> rumours were <laughs> that if this was... <laughs> I'm joking, audience. I love you all. Uh, I love that. Rumors... You just get in there real quick. You're like, get fucked. <laughs> the yeah. rumours were... Getting on the front foot. 
<laughs> the rumors were that this was actually going to be an open world action game which is completely out of quantic dreams wheelhouse so that could all be a crock of shit but I'm, I'm very curious to find out more about this game will i get it day one i have no fucking clue probably not wait for a discount but i'm sure i'll enjoy it uh something else i am sure i will enjoy is if it's oh i hope they do a good job with it is a motherfucking wonder woman video game mm. now we saw nothing we saw <laughs> oh, literally yeah, glimpses one. of a fucking <laughs> yeah. suit and a shield <laughs> absolutely nothing it may as well have just been assigned someone just holding up a yeah fucking bit of paper saying we're making a wonder woman game yay <laughs> uh, and yeah it's, yeah it's all be you can all, by... all you know is all you all you can hear is gal gadot mumble mumble like she has a sock in her mouth on the screen <laughs> for a couple of minutes <laughs> i hope they use someone else for the video i'm sure they wouldn't be able to afford her for the actual game no well it way. sounded like her. Uh, but yeah monolith <laughs> monolith games is going to be developing yeah. this one the developers behind middle earth shadow of war and shadow of mordor don't ask me which one was the first and which one was the second I so mordor was the you. first and war was the second that is uh that is the best part about that whole trailer you know when i saw monolith come up i'm like holy shit okay so they're not mucking around they're picking a really good developer who's been acclaimed for a lot more than just that i mean they created the fear series as well which are critically acclaimed kind of thing. So uh, I'm actually impressed that they got a really good developer behind them there. And uh, Lockie, I think you played it as well, and same with Zach, with uh, Shadow of War and how expansive the worlds are in Shadow of War and the character developments and the, the characters themselves in the, those games. Mm. Uh, if, if they bring that kind of talent, development talent, into Wonder Woman, then possibly you might actually have a pretty good game on your hands. Yeah, if you can keep um, humiliating orc- orcish tribe leaders <laughs> to the point that they're just begging for you to put them out of their misery when they come and fight you. Oh, and the ones where you keep um, destroying their mind, they just go crazier and by the that. end they're just yeah. unintelligible. Going, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, if they can do something like that, um, then I'm in. Yeah, I agree with Lockie. If, if, if Gal Gadot can humiliate me, I'm all down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's that much of a sadist, so I don't think they'll go in that direction. But is yeah, Gal Gadot, is a man Gal can Gadot dream. Voicing Wonder Woman is—is is that confirmed? Uh, no, nah, it's not. No, there's no rumors even oh, of that. Okay. There's no fucking way. <laughs> da- Daddy Devito. It's got to be Daddy Devito. Hang on. <laughs> no, I believe it's actually Chris Pratt is going to be voicing. Yeah, Wonder excellent. Woman. Pratt or Devito? Well, he does, and yeah, he does. He does. He does land those voice acting roles. <laughs> I'm Wonder Woman. Hey, and, uh, I'm Wonder Woman. Apparently, Chris Pratt will also hey, be playing playing Alan in Alan Wake Two, which was also announced at the Game Awards. No, he won't, guys. Yeah, Don't I was going to say that. what? <laughs> Alan, <laughs> Alan Wake Two. It was announced at the Game Awards. It's currently slated for 2023. <laughs> I I tried playing Alan Wake. It was it was all right, but it, I was playing a ten year old game. Couldn't give two shits. Uh, Lockie, could you give two shits about Alan Wake too? Dude, all I can think about is Danny DeVito playing Wonder Woman. And I'm thinking, <laughs> hey, ass- hey, asshole, I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm Princess of Themyscira. <laughs> Come here a minute, I'm going to lasso you. <laughs> Stop looking at me, invisible jet. I'm taking a piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> May I offer you an egg in these troubled times? <laughs> While, uh, while Lockie recovers from that, that mental image, 
Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I broke Lockie again. Aaron, are you, are you interested so at all in uh, Remedy's next game with Alan Wake 2? Uh, look, Remedy are great. Uh, I love the studio. I think last time I was on here, actually, we were talking about Alan Wake, and I was saying, like, you know, I love Quantum Break, the game before it, and the Max Payne games, and I was like, mm. am I shooting ghosts? I don't know what I'm shooting in Alan Wake, and you're like, you have to shine Ghost the lights. light, and then you shoot people. Believe it or not, I actually bought Alan Wake Remaster today, because oh, I'm okay. like, you know what? Cool. It's, I haven't played it before. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is coming out, says it clearly there's, you know, a, a big fan following for this kind of game. I'll give it a go. Mm. I haven't fired it up yet, but you know what? Why not? I'll keep my mind open and give it a go and see what I see how I feel. Mm. You've but, tried yeah, the no, best, now ask, try the rest, yeah. Yeah, yeah to I answer your you. question, Zach, I have no idea what I'm in for, so I can't tell you whether or not I'm excited yet for Alan Wake 2. Yeah. yeah, Zach, let me just finish off on my end. Um, I'm pretty sure I've used this joke before several times. Um, Alan Wake, more like Alan Sleep. Uh, yeah, I- I'm just going to use it again. So there you go. <laughs> well, don't sleep on this game, Lockie. Sonic Frontiers is coming at you. Not sure when, mm. but it's a fucking... If, if it is what it appears to be in the trailer, it's a fucking open world wow. Sonic game. Yeah. What? So, <laughs> and it's yeah. so bizarre because Sonic looks cartoony as shit, but the world looks like kind of realistic. Well, not like realistic, it's cartoony, but it's like sort of dark and like it kind of looks kind of Breath of the Wildish, but bit, but a bit yeah. darker. It's fucking bizarre. It, it, it's Dokovi again. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, thank Yes. That's the. Yes. yes thank you. Yeah. What's, oh, the, d- what's the worst Sonic game, guys? What's the worst Sonic game they've made? Just think about it. Uh, any Sonic game? <laughs> Did you guys uh, ever what, hear the about one with the werewolf? No, close. Yeah, that one's a close one. Uh, do you remember yeah. Sonic 06? Do you guys? Oh, think- the yeah. one where he doesn't he date a human? That's woman? right. Yeah, he's a, he's Sonic <laughs> and he's in a human world kind of thing. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I remember the TV show of that. That was actually really good in the TV show. Well, it's not no, the game. I just want to throw that. I just want to. I just want to throw that out there. I know it's creepy and weird, but in the TV show, it worked and it's really cool. It's one of the worst made games. If you like, literally type in Google one of the worst games ever. That will be on the list. Sonic 06. It was horrible. And the thing is, it was an open world Sonic game. So that's not a good thing. Like when you see a new Sonic game that's open world that kind of looks realistic. Because all I'm getting is Sonic Six vibes, and yeah. I never want to go back to Sonic O Six. Oh god, right. that's the hard thing with Sonic games. Like They're Digimon. so hard like to design uh, because it, it, <laughs> Sonic moves so fast, and it's hard to create a world where it's fun to be able to move around that quickly. Uh, that's why he, I, I think he works better as a side-scrolling character. But even then, I'd find him difficult to control. Uh, when you're like a racing fast game, through the Sonic. I think it's the best. Like him racing yeah. because it's all about speed, right? Like that's the only yeah. kind of genre I think he fits perfectly the, into. The, what I think the game developers should do is it because Sonic moves so fast. It shouldn't be the Sonic moving around the world quickly. It's Sonic making the world move quickly around him. And so he's the focal point, and he's controlling gravity to the right. point that the world's moving really. So based upon your around. theory, everyone would be dead, and so, so it would be the never... only living creature on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so 
says he does wandering wandering station. The entire earth is thrown off its axis, and, and like everything's flung into a billion into oblivion, and the earth yep. just shatters under its own gravity weight of the ship. Yep. And an ice age ushers in immediately, <laughs> just like a flash freeze. Yes, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> I want to say I want to play that Sonic game. It just it only goes for five minutes, but. Yeah. Fuck, it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> you get it's one input. Sonic. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic World Breaker. <laughs> it, it'll be called Sonic the Prequel. Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> look, let's hope that the world doesn't get destroyed in this game. But, hey, is that going to be the stakes? I guess we'll have to find out in February. If it doesn't get delayed, please don't get delayed. We got a look at some more snippets of gameplay of Horizon Forbidden West. Fucking, I'm so fucking hyped for this game. Oh my god, I'm excited. Is what Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games of all time. This looks like it's expanding on Horizon Zero Dawn in every single area. Uh, more of the monsters, more opportunities to traverse, more uh, uh, of the robotic monsters you can control. Uh, more tribes, more more uh, stories happening in between all those tribes. I'm, I'm so pumped to get an Horizon Forbidden West. Full disclosure, I only watched like 30 seconds of this because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just seeing too much. I need, I need more surprises. I saw the awesome giant robot fucking tortoise thing. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Oh, I fucking love seeing that. I, I just I just need to wait at this point because I've, I've seen enough. I'm already <laughs> in. I'll let you guys know on the show whenever there's more new stuff to talk about as far as Horizon Forbidden West is considered. But me, myself, I will not be checking out any of that content because I, I want to just leave it for when I actually play the game. Uh, you gentlemen both own PlayStation 5s now somehow. You've been blessed by the gaming gods. Uh, is Horizon Forbidden West on the horizon for either of you? Lucky. <clears throat> yeah, I'll probably get it. Oh, so much hype. Oh, my God, so much hype. Yeah. You can feel it. Oh, my God. You feeling I the hype, Aaron, too? Ooh. Don't know yet. I'm on the fence. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. on the fence because I played Zero Dawn, and it's a mixture of primitive and uh, highly advanced technology kind of thing. It's literally a clash of both. It's like yeah. primitive and highly advanced, and to me, I couldn't really find the groove in that. Like, I either want highly advanced or I want primitive, but I couldn't really find the the, the happy medium, which is what the game is supposed to be designed on. So, well, I mean, the I happy medium is it taking place in the current age. That's what you want. Yeah, no, I, I don't oh. know. I want yeah. to have like no. I, I I don't know. I want Aloy to like kind of have a gun or something. Oh, kind of thing, you know, oh, like oh, oh. Uh, she gets yeah, a bow. Know. Like she, she gets a future. Like she gets a futuristic oh, okay. bow, and that's all you're getting, mate. Uh, She's I not getting know. a gun. I don't know. Look, this is this is the beauty of video games because what you're describing, well, just to any piece of art in general, because what you're describing to me as a negative is a total positive yeah, to me. I get that. One of the things I yeah. love so much about it was Aloy. She wasn't just taken down these creatures with a bow and arrow, uh, she would get parts from these creatures over time and use their own parts, but in a way that primitive tribes wouldn't, you know, know how to, which is through bows and arrows, and use those with uh, with skill and cunning and the know-how of how to take down those robotic creatures. Uh, and, I, and I love that. It just seems so 
to make so much sense in the the universe mm. and the world that Horizon Zero Dawn was in. It, it was just an yeah. absolute thrill to me. And in saying that, there is a Shit. sort of <laughs> la- later on in the game a kind of guns that you can get. I was not a fan of using them. I much preferred hitting them up with the bow and arrow, but there is sort of items like that and they could expand on that more I, I think, in the I, next game. I, yeah. I think past prehistory and future mashups are fantastic because they're just off-the-wall nonsense. Like, yeah, um, you know, she, she lives as a nomad and there's tribal yurt systems where they pick up their yurts and move on to the next area for foraging, but then they use cryptocurrency. So, oh. like, it's just, you know, it, it, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think that I think that's just absolutely fantastic. It's just insane nonsense, and it's great. And that's the whole point of having games oh, is yeah. to is to you know um, break away from the veil of rationalism. No, just I get go what you're saying. Crazy. I, I like get what it. You're saying. I I don't Look, know. Yeah, but, and that, but that's the beauty of video games. Mm, yeah, we, yep. could, we all like different shit. Yeah. Um, that's. But yeah, yeah, bloody Horizon Forbidden West. I am keen for. I. I think it's going to be absolutely delicious and uh something that is literally called the delicious last course is coming to cuphead june 30th 2022 the delicious last course is obviously you know that makes dlc ha 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 very funny guys i see what you did there um yeah people who enjoyed cuphead they're going to be getting some more fucking cuphead which was very well reviewed game uh, I haven't played it myself yet. I should check if it's on Game Pass because... Yeah, I think it be... is, yeah. Ooh, oh, shit. Maybe I will give Cuphead a go. I've heard it's brutally difficult, so I'll see mm, it is. how I feel it's about tough. that one. But um, yeah, b- bit of Cuphead DLC. Uh, Aaron, are you are you interested at all? Uh, no. When it comes to frustrating side-scrollers, it's not really my cup of tea, you know? T- totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. How about you, Lockie? I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm kind of in the same camp. It... it- I do like side-scrollers and I do like those sort of games and I think it's a really high-quality game. I played the base before, mm. um, but I, I got my feel. I thought it was... Re- what they did with the art style was really incredible. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically a hand-drawn type of type of game that's been, you know, like actually smashed out graphically, um, but it, it just looks beautiful. It looks like uh, the old-timey sort of Warner Brothers golden era of cartoons mm. um so like what they do with it is fantastic and definitely there's a lot of love and care that goes into it but the game itself i don't know just wasn't that yeah. that good for me it wasn't that enjoyable i think i'm gonna pick it up just to check out that beautiful art i probably won't even finish it i just want to look at it Try it just it. looks fucking gorgeous it's it's mm. a it's a it's a triumph as far as art design in a video game is concerned fucking mm. yeah it, t- it took them like five or six years or something like that having to hand animate all that shit it took them such a long time it's only like a four hour game or something like that and when they made it so brutally hard they <laughs> really wanted to make sure people got their time out of all the fucking <laughs> work they they've yeah. done um yeah uh, i might skip some of this stuff because you know we're, we're oh we can't cover bit- it all yeah. It took him three hours to get this shit out to us. Oh, so, no. Yeah. I, I'd already cut out a ton of stuff, but I'm yeah. going to cut out some more now. We'll, we'll, we'll just stick to the oh, stuff. cut away. I, I thought kind of looked interesting. Now, something I just wasn't aware of at all until I saw this trailer, and apparently it's coming out February 10th, is a first-person shooter called Crossfire X. Oh, yes. 
Absolutely. What the f- do you know about this game, Aaron? Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it slept under my radar, but yeah. fucking Christ, it looks insane. Yeah, it's a uh, Crossfire is actually on PC at the moment, I believe. Uh, Crossfire mm. X is the exclusive Microsoft game that's uh, that they're doing kind of thing for the Series X and Series S. I think mm. it will still be on PC, though. Um, but yeah, it's got Remedy doing the narrative for it. So Remedy oh. Storytelling is actually doing the single player narrative for that game. Oh. And it's, uh, it's essentially like, uh, Black Ops, or not, uh, Black Ops 2, kind of like futuristic shooter. Um, but yeah, it looks incredible. This is one that I am so waiting for, and I'm glad that we finally got a date for it in February. Does Microsoft own Remedy? No. Remedy sits, stands alone. Fuck, they've been doing some work for him though. Like, and they they worked on him with Quantum Break as well too. That was an Xbox. Exclusive. That was exclusive. Yeah, Quantum Break God. was exclusive to Xbox. I wonder and... if Remedy might be on the cards for an acquisition for Microsoft at, at some point. I'd be oh, very curious God, to see. That would be good. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm surprised they haven't lapped him up yet already. They're like Control was excellent. They have some great games. I, I don't know. Did you check out the gameplay for Crossfire X at all, Lockie? I can't remember. Yeah, look, it, it looked <laughs> like, like that a one, military it, shooter, it, but oh, it, like it, it was. It just doesn't ring any bells. I like. Yeah. I saw. I saw a top. A couple of top reels on YouTube, so maybe I just missed it through that. But, um, yeah, yeah it didn't. It didn't catch my attention that one. Okay, fair. No, I thought. I thought it looked fucking interesting, just in how insane the graphics were and how realistic it looked. I was, yeah, it looked very cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Now, now I know that it has a remedy story to it. I don't know. It could be interesting yeah, to check story. it out if it comes to yep. Game Pass day one. It is. It's coming to Game Pass, yep. Oh, fucking Game Pass is so fucking good. This isn't sponsored. Uh, and hopefully this will be good. Uh, I, I, honestly, I have no faith, but we'll have to wait and see. There's going to be a Halo live-action TV show. And we've got our first look at a trailer. Ugh. It's gonna be, it's gonna be on Paramount <laughs> Ugh, Plus. No. <laughs> no. Oh no! No 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 no! <laughs> Did you see the trailer, oh. Lockie? No, but I'm getting serious Gollum vibes to this. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys wouldn't believe it, but there already is like two live action TV series from Halo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There's already two, and uh, one of them was received really well. Uh, the other one was just toilet. It was really bad. <laughs> uh, and it led up to, and it kind of was the prequel to uh, Halo 5, uh, which is probably Halo's worst narrative-driven game out of all of them. Okay. So this time around, though, they decided uh, we're going to focus on Master Chief and Cortana for the um, for the live-action uh, upcoming TV series because the other ones didn't focus on them. Is number five the one that focused on... Um uh cortana like trying to make up her mind as to whether or not she's going to cut her hair short was it that one (laughs) fuck i can't even remember how that one ended five was terrible it was the worst narrative game we won't go into that but (laughs) god that was bad um and yeah it i don't know it was just horrible and there was a tv show that led up to it which was also not that good um so this time around they're focusing on having uh the voice of master chief who is it steve downs uh, is actually voicing Master Chief and uh, and Jen Taylor as Cortana because that wasn't happening in some of those series. <laughs> That's gonna. I'm sorry for Halo just... fans out there. That's gonna sound so <laughs> fucking stupid on a TV show. I I'm not a yeah. Halo fan, and every time I hear, I've been playing Halo Infinite. Every time I hear that motherfucker talk, I I nearly start cracking up because it's like comically 
gruff and like i get it he was a spartan he was trained up as a child he, he's he's batman in a fucking suit of armor whatever although just, he didn't come from sparta so you know <laughs> I, I just thought it was fuck I, I, yeah i'm <laughs> he's just gonna go no I'll do it. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. You don't want him having Love too it. many uh, speaking it. lines there. He, he shouldn't say shit. That's that's hey, it's what he does. Oh my god. No, nah, I love it. I'm I'm in the other boat. I love hearing Steve Down talk for Master Chief. I love it. It's, it's look, it's I, I'm so not good. saying I didn't enjoy it, but you cannot deny it is the most cheesy, hackneyed shit. Yeah. Ever. It is just. Thick, the thick lines cheese. are, yeah. The lines are yeah. definitely. Oh, that. I the, mean, the lines and the delivery. Like nobody talks like that. No. It sounds like Christian Bale trying to put on putting on the Batman voice. It's, it doesn't sound like how a human talks. He should. If he takes off that helmet, he should have like ten cigarettes <laughs> just hanging out of his fucking mouth. Yeah. It is ridiculous, and I love it. It's great, <laughs> but it's fucking ridiculous, and I will not be able to take it seriously in a TV program. They should have gotten yeah, Danny DeVito to do the. <laughs> speaking speaking of a role that Danny DeVito should have taken, obviously he should have played Neo in The Matrix Awakens. Everyone would have known that. He, oh, yeah. he, if he gets shot at by agents, he won't have to lean down anywhere near as far. But as far as The Matrix is concerned, we got to see... Keanu Reeves at the end of the Game Awards, and fuck, I love seeing Keanu Reeves. He's just a fuck. He's a treasure. I it just my it warmed my soul. I was sitting there feeling sick and awful, and for a brief moment, it just made me believe in humanity all over again. Keanu Reeves, fucking what a what a living legend. And uh, he, for, we got to see another snippet of, you know, the, the Matrix Awakens, whatever, probably going to see it, hopefully it'll be alright, but the really fucking interesting thing was, they were like, oh, and there's an Unreal Engine 5 ex- Matrix experience that's available now, go fucking download it if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, it's free, give it a crack. And yeah, <laughs> it's it fucking happened, it is downloadable and there is a fucking yeah free demo what did you guys think of this reveal at the end of the game awards there i thought that was impressive was that um was that actual video footage of what or was that him and the other actress from the original matrix series rendered in video graphics i I think at the beginning it was both of them on a green screen with that playing in the background but you could yeah you could definitely tell when it changed to unreal engine 5 for sure yeah when when they started fucking with them and and doing that that was all rendered in video video game graphics sort of um they did the carrie fisher to them yeah (laughs) i thought that was really i thought that was really cool Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they did that to Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. Aaron did. Like, they... we'll, we'll we'll get into the actual demo itself, obviously later on. Yeah, in, yeah. in impressions. But do, what did you think of that reveal of being? Okay, like, hey, the, the funniest thing that, play it. yeah, the one thing I loved about that, no one's probably talking about, but I love that Carrie Ann Moss is standing up there next to Keanu Reeves, and Keanu is doing all of these hand movements the whole time, going. <laughs> It's gonna be insane. You're gonna be able to jump around and see everything. And she's just standing there right next to him, trying to keep a straight face, going, Yes, you're gonna have a great time doing this. <laughs> that 
was the best thing ever watching her try to like stay poker faced while yeah. he's losing his yeah, mind. Yeah, trying not hair. to break character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Credit yeah, to you, Carrie Ann Moss. Keanu definitely seemed like he wanted to be there, whereas Carrie Ann Moss did not. <laughs> Credit to Carrie. I love that. That was yeah, so good. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Fuck it, eh? Oh, that was good. It, it was good. And, and look, yeah, I, I know overall you didn't really like it, Aaron, but for me, I, th- I thought it was a bit of fun, but, you know, it's it's the Game Awards. It's never really worth watching. It's usually better off just watching the trailers. Oh, the thing the is, Zach, like, uh, 2019, they announced Xbox Series X to the world, so that's one hell of a big reveal in the gaming industry. Yeah. Uh, 2020, you get Perfect Dark, you get Sephiroth reveal in Super Smash Brothers, which is also a massive big deal. You get Back for Blood, you get all these incredible announcements, and this year you get, oh, how about Star Wars, yet you don't see any gameplay? How's about <laughs> Wonder Woman, yet she's only on screen for five seconds? I don't know, I liked, I liked the Voldemort alien in, oh, in yeah. Star Wars, that looks <laughs> yeah. neat. I, I, Voldemort I, 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 see, I see what you mean, Aaron, yeah. but also, like, you know, everything matters, different things matter to different people, everything you listed off from last year, I couldn't have given two shits no, about, I really couldn't care about, <laughs> but, you know, like, fucking, uh, you know, uh, Wonder Woman game by Monolith, I found very exciting, and, uh, you know, fucking the Suicide Squad gameplay, I've been keen to see some more Suicide Squad stuff, but uh, but yeah, no, look, it's uh, yeah, it's not. I, I'm I'm gonna say, anymore. Zach, I, I'm I'm in your corner on this one, Aaron. Um, all the games and lineups this year are way more exciting than anything that was pumped out last year. Ah, uh, really? Like there was so yeah. much last year. You got Back for Blood. You got uh, what else? There was so many. Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut looked good. Dragon Age, oh, no. them them out announcing a new Dragon Age. Uh, no. you got um overcooked. You got the the chef, no. the, the Muppet chef, no. and overcooked. That was no, awesome. Couldn't couldn't give couldn't give two fucks. The only you got title Fall I was Guys, excited about season three that was announced yeah. last no. year. You got no, Returnal, no, look, which was I, I announced. Think... No. <laughs> uh, See, Aaron, Aaron, you're just listing off things that I have zero interest in. Nah. Back for Blood was the only game I was interested in from the reveal. Evil last West year. was announced. Uh, yeah, but look, as I was well, saying, I didn't even Aaron, know what that, that fucking look, is. <laughs> Different different years Evil are going to be is. important to different people yeah. for different reasons. I think last year was really a Microsoft fan year, and that's probably why you loved it so much. But for me, I've found every Game Awards very, <laughs> very disappointing, and this one I just found slightly less disappointing than last uh, year. It's it's yeah, it's just a personal preference <laughs> thing. I did totally. like seeing I did like seeing uh, Doug Bowser on stage. That was good, and I like seeing Reggie Philomaze on stage as well. Like oh. the uh, that was really cool to see those guys. Man, ouch to Doug Bowser. He is nowhere near as good as a public speaker as Reggie is. Nah, God, no way. Reggie is just so fucking confident and natural. Ah, uh, Reggie, can you come to Australia and be my dad, please? I'd really like that. Thank you. <laughs> they should just get Chris Pratt to play Bowser as well. <laughs> Who is playing Bowser? Is it Jack Black? It's Jack Black, right? Uh, yeah, Jack <laughs> oh, Black, yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody oath. Yeah, we got we to keep that. And, you know, we have to yeah. keep the segment where we talk <laughs> about the games that are coming up in the following week. And uh, next week, you can look forward to Among Us coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. It's about motherfucking time. Aeterna uh, Noctis. Aeterna Noctis. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is, but that's coming to 
all platforms except for Google Stadia. Oh, what? I haven't seen oh. a Google Stadia. Oh, Google Stadia. Google Pick Stadia. Pick up your game. Come on. Can I, yeah, sorry, just yeah. briefly go back to the Game Awards. Did you guys notice there was a brief, or Aaron, did you notice there was a brief advertisement for Google play something yeah, where you that's can right. play your yeah. mobile games on your fucking PC yeah. through the Google store. Oh, yeah. If they so, didn't call it Google Playdia, then I don't know <laughs> what they're the, doing. Like, that's so the whole stupid. thing. I, I cannot believe they announced a service like this and they did not mention Stadia once throughout this whole presentation it's yeah. going to die yeah, it if is. it if if it hasn't already been secretly killed behind closed doors already. Expect in twenty twenty three an announcement of uh, no, wait sorry twenty twenty two. Fucking hell, what year is it? An announcement of uh, yeah, Google Stadia is. I'm dead, also very oh worried God. for Amazon's Luna as well because they did they did show a bit of that there as well, and that's Amazon's uh, answer to the streaming service. I mean, mm. Amazon is the most uh, profitable company in the world, so they do have unlimited funds to throw at it. But at mm. the same time, <laughs> Google's what number three, and yeah. Stadia is doing <laughs> terrible. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? yeah. Money, so- money is not enough. No. Like money allows you to acquire things; it doesn't allow you to necessarily do those things. They've also got to stick by it, though, as well. Too, they got to con- once they've invested in it, they got to continue to invest in it because, like, they basically just gave up on Google. Stay- it didn't work after a few months, and they're like, "All right, well, you know, let's just close all the studios we have working on Google Stadia stuff and." Just focus on third-party shit, which yeah. they've released almost nothing now on the service. We never see new games added anymore. So, yeah, say goodbye. You should have tried to have some exclusive shit like what every other fucking platform does. That's how you get players. Yep. Give them a reason to use your fucking service, you fools. Oh, my <laughs> God. Anyway, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate is going to be coming to PC finally on December 16th. And, oh, yeah, Lockie, get excited. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Bam, 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 bam. Coming to PS5, oh my PS4, God. Wow. and PC. Oh, yeah. Five Nights. You can wow. play a fucking Yay. survival horror. Five whole nights. nights. Five whole well, nights. You've it heard it. Not like, one, it, not two, not three, not four, but five nights. Is it at five nights though? At this point in time, because five nights at Freddy's was the first game, and they made a second one. Oh, so is that ten nights yeah, now? It's a, and then they made a third yeah, one. So we're up to fifteen nights, and that's two weeks. Oh, it's and at least triple digits at this point. At Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, it's like three months <laughs> of Freddy's at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, I believe uh, each game is a separate instance of Five Nights oh, at Freddy's. Like so it's, yeah, that's how they stupid get away. <laughs> Honestly, Aaron, I don't think the person who made it even knows anymore what night it is. <laughs> He's just rolling in his cash bed, just going, it yeah, is. however many nights at Freddy's, who cares? Um, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> now, look, I don't know what night it is at the moment, too. I'm completely delirious at this point, so I need to take a break. But after that... How about we jump back on in with the games that we've been playing? Aaron, you are our guest and it is tradition on the show for our guest to get us kicked off with what we have been playing throughout the week. What have you been playing this week, my friend? All right. So I just finished up on the Max Payne saga with Max Payne 1, 2, and 3, which is now backwards compatible on Xbox. Ooh. Absolutely absolutely love that series that series brings me so much joy playing that game um absolutely had the best time i recommend anyone who hasn't played remedies 
uh, Max Payne 1 or 2, get your ass in there and play it. Anyone who <laughs> likes the gun mechanics of Red Dead Redemption but wishes it was a little bit more faster and was more of a mm. corridor shooter... Uh, absolutely, Max Payne 3 is definitely there, written by Dan Hauser, so the narrative is incredible. Uh, love every bit of it, but what I've been playing right now, uh, as of this week, was Halo Infinite, which I believe you have been playing as well, Woo! Zach. Ooh! Yeah, no, Aaron, I'm, I'm having a good a... time with it. Bloody hell, if you're, you're, you're a ride-or-die Halo fan, you're, <laughs> you're obviously a Microsoft fanboy, you've, you've had, them, you've, you've had yep. Microsoft consoles your whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, bloody, what, what do you think of the most recent Halo? Yeah. Like, how, how's it held up compared to the others for you? So, it has been a bit of an adjustment period for me. It hasn't been like it's blowing my mind from the very beginning. Um, mm. And that's just because they changed up Halo in a big fundamental way. Like, Halo has always been a point A to point B kind of shooter. Think of it like Left for Dead or Back for Blood, where you got to go from one point to another point, and then the level finishes, and then you do another level mm. kind of thing from there. The you know the cutscene yeah. happens, and you go again. This time around, yeah, it's episodic. Though, yeah. yeah, episodic, exactly. Like a corridor shooter, like yeah. I mentioned, you're going from one point. Mm. Except mm. the only thing is, those those levels in the original Halo games were huge, so they kind of were almost like an open world. Except you did have some kind of progression to move forward in a linear way. Uh, this mm. is not that. This is an open world, uh, choose your adventure in a way kind of game where you can go and take out outposts if you want to. You can go and explore different areas. Wow. Um, I It took me a little bit to adjust to that because I'm like, I kind of want to know where I'm going straight away and just, you know, do what <laughs> Halo does kind of thing, you know, as Master it, Chief. And yeah, Cortana. it's definitely different. But yeah, they're taking a different direction, that's for sure. It's not like that. Um, but now I'm actually starting to like it not being like okay. that because I'm actually just, yep. yeah. Uh, playing around with the grapple hook, like jumping around mm. places and, oh, hang on, I'll kill these guys over here kind of thing and just really enjoying the sandbox uh, experience of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. having a great time with it at this point in time and the world looks amazing. The last thing I'll say is I just wish it was more variety because in the original Halo, you went from an open world level called the Silent Cartographer uh, to like a snowy open world level. There was like different weather uh, levels and there was like mm. more yeah. variety in regards to what you see. Now you're just in a sandbox world that has the same weather. It's the same kind of environment and biome. Same, um, yeah, okay. same sort of biome. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah but, uh, I gotcha. Okay, that's Good. that's unfortunate here because uh, yeah, like oh, I've been playing Halo Infinite as well. This is my first Halo game since I think... I think I played Halo 3, like, oh, God, 15, 20 years ago or yeah, something 06. like that. Uh, oh, such a long time ago. I remember I played it up on uh, someone's, like, big projector screen at, at their house. It was cool. it was a lot of fun uh, playing through that. But so, yeah, I haven't played one in a long time. And yeah, playing the, the start of this very much felt like that old school stuff. It's very much you're running down corridors, going to objective points, got to put this power thing in this slot oh, the and opening two levels little, yeah little dudes along the way yeah um but I, I i found the 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 gameplay quite satisfying i think the the biggest plus that i could find uh was that fucking grappling hook mm. holy shit is it fun to use that grappling hook now i only got a, a couple of hours into the the campaign i only i pretty much got to that open world point that, oh, okay. that you've been exploring now 
and uh, and then I, I was I was done for the night. And I had a, haven't had a chance to play it since, but I'm keen to get out there with that grappling hook, especially knowing that you can upgrade it as well too, and start exploring that open world because that's the kind of shit that that I love. The corridor shooter stuff, it was it was fun, but it was like okay, I've 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 played this before, I've seen this a thousand times before. Yeah. Uh, it was, but it was it was pretty entertaining though. I had I had a bit of fun in those first couple of hours. Um, how have you found it so far as far as the, the narrative is concerned? Are you enjoying what's happening? Uh, th- so what you've played so far? Yeah. Like the best part of this, like being a Halo fan from way back in the day, Halo one, two, and three, you ask mm. any Halo fan, the relationship between Master Chief and Cortana was always such an incredible story arc kind of thing. Mm. Um, and four was really good because Cortana was going through rampancy, which is kind of when AIs start to malfunction. And mm-hmm. in five, she's... that's like that's like AI menopause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in five, she disappears for the whole game, pretty much, and she becomes an enemy, and you don't see it anymore. And that was such a letdown. Like that was the worst thing. Is like that they broke the mm. whole uh, relationship. Um, but in this game, from what I played so far, they replace Cortana with uh, a- another AI called the Weapon, and. It's it feels just like original Halo. Like she she kind of sounds a lot like Cortana. She you can tell they're different characters, of course, but this one yeah. has like an innocence about her. She's kind of got a little bit of humor <laughs> about her. A younger, really- a younger, more attractive Cortana. <laughs> 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 they they replaced her with someone younger and more attractive. That's it's so the same. It looks the same. She's the. It, it's it's an AI replica of Cortana so she looks like Cortana <laughs> yeah. okay. it's so weird because the subtitle in the game is weapon and then you you I, I like looked up like who does the voice and they said oh the same person who always does Jen and, Taylor. and in, yep. in the fucking IMDB thing it, it's there as Cortana. You know the funny thing know is too, Zach. They've just spoiled something for us, nah. and eventually she's just going to be like, "Oh, I'm Cortana." Uh, oh, I surprise. Hope. surprise! It was me, Cortana, the whole time. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I hope not. She's also um, <laughs> she's also the voice of Princess Peach. She also voices Princess Peach, believe it or not, Jen Taylor. So Cortana really? and Princess wow. Peach are apparently the same. <laughs> Damn, that's a hell of a range. Mm-hmm. Oh, Would not have picked those two having the same voice actor. Yeah, like Microsoft love. Uh, Jen Taylor so much that you know uh, how we have Siri I guess Google Siri oh, yeah in the states yeah. they have Cortana as uh, yeah. as the AI and Jen Taylor actually voices that so you can talk to Jen Taylor in your living room going hey Cortana <laughs> and then she'll talk to you kind of thing oh that's amazing fire out mm. oh, yeah it's good so- game Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you're enjoying. It. I'm having fun. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play more of it. I I didn't find the story engaging at all. I find the writing pretty fucking bad. <laughs> um, you know, Master Chief, the writing's fine because he doesn't say a lot. But God, some of the times when he <laughs> responds to shit, <laughs> I just couldn't help but laugh. It's it's great. It, I love it. It's it's ridiculous. Um, and uh, uh, uh oh god but just the 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 thing that annoys me the most and it, i i had the same problem with destiny as well too is the writing for the villains it's just the most rote shit i'm going to kill you yeah. and take out your spine and i'm going to present it to the my boss he didn't say i couldn't bring you there what so predator it's like they took, they got predator but basically they're <laughs> yeah. all like you know those the the 
what are what are they called? You know, the, you remember Crunk from the <laughs> original? <laughs> I think it, that's from the Empress New Groove. Yeah, from the yes. Empress. No, the, there was one that they, <laughs> the one on character they they called him that from uh, the the gameplay trailer from from E three or a year ago. Ah. Um, you know, you know the uh, the the bigger guys who who run at you and they usually have like shotguns or whatever. The the bulkier looking. Oh, the brutes. Yeah, the brutes. Yeah, brutes. Yeah. Uh, they just look like bigger brutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're right. They do like different okay, clothing well, or different costume, like, different armor. I, I but... honest, I honestly do not know which one of them is the main enemy, yeah. or if it's just some other officer or some shit that's yelling at Master Chief through the fucking video. It's the, hard to um, tell hologram. because they all look the same. Yeah, yeah, like, it's all the same <laughs> race. Oh, oh, not being racist. Yeah, okay, oh, come on, Lucky. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, so alien racism. Damn. Here we are. Here we are. Won't be biting back, will I? Here we are. <laughs> nah, that, um, just real quickly, though, on the voice thing, uh, I totally get where you're coming from when it comes to Master Chief's voice, because if you've never played a Halo game, or even if you have played a Halo game and you've forgotten, yeah, I can kind of see how campy Master Chief would be. Keep in mind, mm. though, that the original Halo came out in 2001, and back then, you know what was huge? Duke Nukem was huge back yeah. then, and everyone yeah. loved hearing him, you know, I'm going to rip out your neck and shit down your spine and all that <laughs> shit. Loved it. So yeah. when a game like Halo come out, no one batted an eye when they heard, you know, Master Chief talking kind of thing, because they're used to Duke yeah. Nukem and other shit. And now you're talking, yeah. you know, 20 years later. It's, uh... I, oh, man, dude. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that's when the Star Wars prequel movies started coming yeah. out. So the standards were pretty low back then. Oh, if you, yeah, if you can put up with Jar Jar Binks, you can absolutely put up with Master Chief's <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey, look, you, 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 Aaron, you're absolutely right. Like, uh, The Witcher 3 is one of my favourite games all time. Geralt's voice is a fucking joke. It's so <laughs> gruff in that game. It's just ridiculous. He, he's, yeah, he sounds like he smokes many a cigarette uh, every day. That is for sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, if he were whispering, well if he were whispering a secret into your ear, it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like Adam Sandler when he does that voice, you know. <laughs> oh come on, you know, like from like, I have no, cl- I have no <laughs> he clue. Do not know that silly voice that, that he Aaron, does. Where it's like, what? Eh, you know what I'm talking what? about. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I know. He, I know the voice you're talking about, but it sounds nothing like Master Chief or. Girl. Yeah, I have no clue where you're driving at here. Oh, I'm trying. Stop to... looking at me, Swan. That's the, yes, the voice. That's what I I'm know. trying to get at. But there was another scene. What his whiny, his whiny kitty voice that he pulls on. That's not this at all. Yeah, I'm not seeing the connection with Gerald and Master Chief there. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> What are you fucking talking what about? What I'm saying is Geralt should have been voiced by Adam Sandler. That's what I'm saying. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I think <laughs> I think we can all get behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there right with you. Yeah. All right, um, we're back on track. Yeah. And speaking of getting back on track, Halo Infinite, um, I, I, I'm keen to get into that open world area. I'm keen to use that... that, that uh, that slingshot Grappling some hook. more yep. but for me it, I, I, so far I oh. think it seems just like a pretty solid first person shooter I, it wouldn't be anything I'd say to rush out and go grab though you know that that might be different from the the, the perspective of someone who's a, a hardcore Halo fan uh, was, would this be something so far from what you played? Would you would you recommend this? Or, uh, it's hard to say to be honest Zach like uh, I would recommend it for Halo fans that 
that love the mm. Halo games because you want to see the evolution of Halo, and this is exactly that. I'd recommend it for anyone. Or that just, has... or just play Halo Evolution. There is that. What Halo Evolution? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. Haven't there? Isn't there like a game called Halo Evolution, or is it Halo Combat Evolved? Ha- Jurassic Halo World Co- Evolution. Yeah. yeah, you're thinking of Combat There's Evolved. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z yeah, Evolution. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. Okay. Well, while Lockie's slowly <laughs> slipping into insanity again, what I'm getting at slowly. Is, <laughs> Halo fans, yes. Uh, anyone that has Game Pass, yes, because clearly it's value oh. for money. Of course. Uh, giving something like that a go Um, anyone who likes open world games that's the people I'm not recommending this for because the 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 bar the reason why is the bar has been set very high in open world games at this point in time Halo Mm. I feel doesn't deliver in that aspect uh, of like your top tier open world games this is their first. What, no cooking mechanics (laughs) no it's it's this is their first foray into open world uh, into an open world environment so it, it just doesn't hold up against I don't know Red Dead Redemption. Uh, sorry, yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two's open world kind of thing because which yeah. has cooking mechanics. Yes. Yeah, but it's yes. th- but they've worked upon open world games so much, Rockstar, that you know yeah. it's gotten yeah, to yeah. a point now where they can almost set the standard for what biomes look like and different weather effects and all of that kind of thing. Halo. And there's no Dutch in Halo. There's no Dutch in Halo. Gotta trust me, Master Chief. <laughs> I gotta trust plan. me, I, Master I got Chief. A plan. <laughs> you have to trust me. <laughs> I, I have a plan. Oh my god! I, I love you, bitch. <laughs> I love you, bitch. You know, you know what I love? I don't think he he ever actually says I love you, Dutch. But it still sounds so no. right. It sounds like something <laughs> that he would have said. Arthur Morgan. I love you, Arthur Dutch. Oh, you have dear. to trust um, me, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, he says his full I think, name. I all think the you're time. right. I, I think it. um, if if you have if you, <laughs> if you have Game Pass, uh, I I think Halo Infinite. If you're looking for a shooter to play, it's uh, it, like an easy decision to make. Yeah. Like you, if you already have Game Pass, there, I'm I'm having fun with it. It is definitely a very solid. Uh, first person shooter I'm even running it on my you know underpowered GTX 1650 I'm granted I'm running it at 1080p and no the settings are not on the higher settings like it's you know medium and low for most things uh, but yeah it's running at a solid frame rate thus far like and sometimes in the cutscenes it might drop a little bit but it could be my underpowered PC or I, I, I'm, I'm not sure uh, but yeah, like even at 1080p, still fucking loving it, having a lot of fun. See, so, if you yeah. like it at 1080p, then this also goes for anyone that has an Xbox One, uh, because mm. it's also on Xbox One, and that's mm. you know the highest that goes is 1080p. So yeah. if Zach's saying it looks good on 1080p, and you have an old Xbox One, mm. give it a go. It's it's yeah. free on Game Pass. Mm. So yeah, oh, yeah. Zach, what's yeah. your graphics card again for to give our listeners a gauge? Uh, GTX 1650. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, bit of an older card at this point now. Mm. So it's pretty good that you're able to get it on, um, what is it, middle graphics on the 1080? Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. Me- medium, but mostly low settings for a lot of things. Yeah, so, yeah my, that's pretty and- That yeah, that's pretty streamlined, to be honest. Like, unless yeah. you're sporting a, a fancy new $2,000 RTX something, oh. um, it's pretty good. 
Oh, when I'm when I'm playing it, you know, I fucking it's it's you know all the particles are going off everywhere and it's staying at a solid sixty awesome. frames. So I'm I'm very happy with that. I'm no no complaints yeah, here. That's good. Uh, whatsoever. So yeah, fucking Halo Infinite. Yeah. Definitely last thing I'll say. Last thing I'll say too though is it just feels incredible playing Halo Infinite on my Halo Infinite limited edition series x console (laughs) with that beautiful design and that controller and even when you turn it on it makes like a chime sound from halo infinite my god just it it, it. it is a beautiful console and Mm. oh man that controller holy shit i I actually had to stop using it because i'm like i don't want to wreck this thing (laughs) like i i have to (laughs) just play with an old controller i don't even want to just you know wreck it at all (laughs) nice Mm. Oh, now, Lockie, you've been playing a next-gen title at the moment. What have you been sinking in your teeth into? Oh, man, I've been sinking my teeth into a game that you have so generously lent me. Mm-mm. It is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Oh, yeah! Ooh! Like oh. Okay. How are you feeling about that one? All right, so let's get back into it. So Titus from Final Fantasy X, he's back He's back, that voice, oh my god, it won't go away, and it is just as jarring here as it was in the other game. But god damn it, that's a good looking game. What Holy talk- fuck. Like, what are you talking about with the Titus voice? I'm very curious. What do you mean? You- I, 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 dude, I've already, we're treading water here at this point. In, um, it's Titus from um, Final Fantasy Exit Voices. Um, Ratchet oh, and Orclank. that's playing. right. I, I just thought yeah. you were saying there was like a really awkward laughing scene. <laughs> not well. There, there might be. I'm at, look. I'm only ten percent in, so that still could make its way there. <laughs> hey, it's a very, it's a very smartly designed game. So I wouldn't be completely like, I wouldn't be completely surprised if they threw a few well aimed memes in there. That would be pretty good. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, this game, look, everyone knows what Ratchet & Clank is. It's an adventure platformer type game. It's got an action component. You cycle through lots of different futuristic space-themed gadgets and guns. Uh, you get to play around with your power robot every now and again. And you also get to play with Lady Ratchet, who is a lot of fun as well. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fantastic things to go for in this game. Uh, in addition to the base game that you may or may not have played in the old console generation, um, Ratchet and Clank 2016, you can also traverse through different dimensions. Yes, different dimensions. While in-game, no load times, you are just teleporting from space and biome to space and biome. And I gotta say, holy fuck, that first level that you go through, that just pretty much is is a showcase of everything that the PS5 has to offer graphically. Holy shit! Hmm. Holy shit! You are zooming from from you zooming from full on levels to full on levels within game no loading time. Like I've never seen anything that smooth before. Hmm. Um, so I got to say, this game is definitely um, I'd say its greatest strength is its visual capabilities. This game looks gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous on a four K TV. I there's only a couple of other games, handful that I would say look absolutely fantastic on the PS5. Uh, Demon Souls, 100. Mm. Um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Ghost, absolutely, and then this. So this very much is the the third of the good game trilogy. I'd say has finally come out for the PS5 in my mind. Um, I, ha- you know, there have been a couple of other quality titles here and there, but none quite at that triple a level heights that those three have hit so this is definitely number three can i ask me. an obvious question to both of you because i know both yeah. of you have played this game before 
So I haven't played it yet, and I am actually going to play this one, 100%. Um, And the one thing I want to know is the developer is one hell of an incredible developer. Half the reason why I bought a PlayStation, believe it or not, um, Insomniac Mm. Games, just incredible. What's the traversal like? Because in every other uh, Insomniac game, it is A-class. So what's, yeah, tell me what traversal's like in this game. Oh, dude, traversal is like the biggest feature of the game. The sheer fact that you can walk through dimensions in-game, in-level, without any load time or any change to it. You're you're jumping from one level biome to another so you know one of halo exact no not at all and one of halo's you know weakness greatest weaknesses is one of um rift apart's greatest strengths is that it just absolutely um like it will floor you at at the the feeling of being able to jump from dimension to dimension in game yeah can't do that yeah i don't know how graphically they pull that off because it feels like they need to have multiple levels overlaid on each other to be able to do that, but they do it, and it mm. works. Um, and I can't explain it. So it's one of those games where, uh, I don't know, they've worked out some insanely clever ways to absolutely utilise in the most efficient way all of these really fun mechanics for traversal. Yeah. Um, looks a, looks amazing. Um, as you say, it's one of those, it's one of those Spider-Man-type games where you... Like moving around your world just looks amazing. Everything looks really smooth and and fast and nice. Um, now, something interesting about this game that not all games have on the PS5 that I only noticed actually after a couple of hours playing in is that there's a setting where you can actually elect your game to be played on either 60 hertz or 120 hertz. So if you have the technology, so if you've got one of those modern TVs. Um, I, I did, um, I did cash out and get one of those, um, LGC ones, which can handle that. Mm. I was really pleasantly surprised because if you are able to unlock the 120 Hertz, um, frame rate, it actually, uh, boosts your frames per second on the best quality, um, fidelity mode 4k textures. So, um, it basically turns what is roughly a 30 frames per second, um, on 4k to roughly 40. Um, still not quite as good as the performance mode. It, it so runs natively Zach... on 30k. Is that we? Uh, sorry, on 30 frames. Is that what you're saying? I thought it was a 60. Yeah. Frame game. Yes. No. Well, so oh. that's the thing, Aaron. So that's um, this is something that I've learned as well. Is that the current gen, at least on the PS5, I can't speak for the Xbox, but I I suspect it probably is a little bit of that as well. Is that it can't really hit true 4k to be able to run stably at 60 frames per second. Mm. So majority of games, if you play a PS5 game at the very least, you either have a choice. You can play the game at 4K and you can take the dip to 30 frames per second. So that's usually called fidelity or quality or picture. Or you can play a performance mode where they drop the res to, I think it's roughly roughly 3600 res. So like it's one of those things where it's sort of an in-between between ultra HD and quality HD, if you know what those are. Mm. I can't keep track of the numbers, but they, they do some sort of in-between difference where to the eye, you don't really notice it. But if you're not moving and you're looking at a still screen, you can notice that it's a little bit blurrier in picture. Mm. Mm. You're absolutely right. And a lot of the, a lot of the time they will also sacrifice RTX. But what I really like that Ratchet & Clank did was there was an option there was there was fidelity there was also performance mm. but then there was also performance with RTX which I really liked having that option because you you st- I still had a 
perfectly smooth 60 fps but it was i was still getting that that those lovely lighting effects though the fidelity wasn't quite as good as in um uh, the the fidelity mode uh but as Lockie said there i honestly i i barely noticed a difference i think it looks absolutely stunning in performance mode and i play in performance mode for all games that if i have to choose between i feel like it never really even seems like a solid 30 to me or maybe just 30 now i'm so used to 60 just looks like shit now i I, i'm not sure what it is oh look 30 30 is pretty bad 30 is pretty bad across the board. 30 will look juddery to anyone. You really want to be, be all getting games. Between... Like PS3 era, unless you're playing what? Call of Duty, it was always 30 FPS. Like every game played at that. I don't know why I I don't like it now. Yeah, no, I think look, I think it's part partially once you do go 60, it's impossible to go back. Mm. Um I agree with you. You lose that silky smoothness of everything. Everything feels sluggish and slow and gets even juddery as soon as you start noticing judder in your games like and and i agree and at the beginning of the game um i i immediately noticed the judder and i started playing around with the settings and switched it to performance um from that point because i was Mm. like okay well well yeah this looks fantastic on a still screen but as soon as i move my character it's it feels like i'm moving through i don't know like yeah Yeah, Uh, it's horrible. I I totally agree. Um, It's not playable. And that's the thing. And that's why I think in terms of consoles, you know, spruiking, oh, yeah, it's 4K capable. Yeah, Yeah, it is. But, like, they're not really designed for 4K. They they can't handle 4K games at the intended texture quality that the games were designed for. And you have to make that choice between performance and quality. Everyone will always choose performance. No one wants to play a game that looks really good at fucking 20 to 30 frames per second. No See, one. this is a this is a case by case scenario as well, though kind of thing. I think, like, I, I do agree with what you're saying, yeah. Lockie. I think what you're saying is true, but the the thing is, though, a lot of people can't notice it. Like, I'll, I'll admit, I play on the Series X, I can't notice any like stuttering, any frame drops, anything like that at all. I I, I play on graphics mode because you, like you said, uh, Zach, you do have the choice in a lot of games between graphics and performance. I play on graphics mm. mode and gameplay is not affected at all for me. Like, do not notice mm. anything. Where someone like Lockie yeah. might come and sit down and go, well, this looks like shit because this is stuttering here and here and here. But I think it all just comes down to... Like I mean, that's why the choice is there, right? It's 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 the user themselves. Can you notice it? Is this bothering you? Is this bugging you? If you can't notice it, crank up the graphics and just enjoy the game, kind of thing. Yeah. No, I think I think you're right, Aaron. I think what it is is just I'm used to 60 now. I think that's all it is. I, if I, I probably if I kept playing games on graphical mode, I'd get used to it, and I, I probably wouldn't notice yeah. either. Um, I think yeah. it's just yeah. I've, I've I've played too many 60 FPS now. I'm just too. I mean, I also it. play StarCraft 64 where it's like one frame per second <laughs> yeah. in some of the. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, so Aaron, Aaron, you've you're a unique individual. You've got a very high <laughs> tolerance for low FPS. Um, I think so. That's that might be partially what's going on there. But it's interesting. It's interesting. One of the benefits that I discovered, which was a really pleasant surprise, is that if you have a 4K TV that can handle 120 hertz if you toggle on the 120 hertz you can actually increase the frames per second for the um fidelity mode which is the 4k textures highest quality mode Mm. by roughly four frames uh four frames by um 10 frames per second getting it up to a stable 40 Mm. and that's actually a really nice sort of in between between the performance and the fidelity quality so 
in between, um, when it comes to the difference between um, 30 to 60, you have to do 60. But when it comes to 40, 60, and the game looks incredible, you have you the shit that you can see on the fidelity version um, versus the performance. It's worth staying on the fidelity when oh, you're able yeah. to get to a more stable frames per second. You know- um, just simply, just simply looking at, um, for for example, in comparison, ammo recharge boxes. You've got entire spinning little galaxies in these ammo recharge boxes on Fidelity, and you just see a little circle moving around in there on the performance mode. So it's those yeah. little touches where yeah. okay. you just notice it and you just go, this is just such a beautiful game. Well, you the know, particle you know physics what? is fantastic. When, yeah. when, when, I, when I played this, there wasn't that option in the game at that point. They must have yeah, patched no. that in later on down the track because yeah, I only played yep. it for the first like two weeks after release because like, you know, it's not yep. the longest title ever and I just absolutely you know ate the whole thing up. I, I platinumed it in like not long at all. You're 100% correct. So that only got patched in a couple of months ago because I had to read mm. up on this because I'm like, this is incredible. How are they able to, through the 120 hertz change on my TV, able to increase 10 frames per second on this mm. console? That makes no sense to me. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had to read up on it. And the interesting part about it is the way that they work it out is they say it, it It still doesn't make any sense to me, by the way. So this is what I read and, you know, read up on it yourself if you're curious. But... They said because 40 frames per second is perfectly dis- divisible by 120 hertz by three, it just means that graphically they don't need to process as much so they can pump a little bit more on the screen. What? And that that makes no sense to me, but I'm not a computer person. I don't understand this at all. But looking at the end result, I, I can't argue with it. I'm seeing it work. So it sounds like you fucking, some kind you fucking of tell me. like oh, reason God. that like you know a child would make up in order to explain it. Oh, that's divisible. That makes you know like Holy exactly. Shit. And they say that is insane. Yeah, they say because they yeah they said they could bump it because forty is perfect. Forty frames per second is perfectly divisible by one twenty and uses less graphics processing this, power. Is, wow, that is so cool. I don't care. Just wow. if it looks good, <laughs> and it plays good. It's good. You know, yeah, old man yeah. yelling at a yeah, cloud. Yeah, so here. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Craft, I can't whatever. argue with it. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lockie, have you got any more th- uh, thoughts on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for now? Ah, uh, look. Um, you know, early days. I'm only ten percent in, but you know, mm. even in that ten percent, I've gone through about two, two and a half levels or worlds, and it's fantastic. It's such a good game. There's a lot of humor, uh, a lot of fun. The game is for designed for a younger crowd but older people can get fun out of it as well Mm. it's just good quality fun i think it's going to really shine with kids of this generation Mm. um it's very cartoony but just absolutely gorgeous polish to everything a lot of care and detail has gone into every aspect of this game get on it yeah lucky there's there's something coming coming up but which changes a lot to do well not changes but it adds on with how you traverse throughout the game and i'm so excited for you to get to that point make sure you uh message me when you do because fucking huh. I, I end up using okay. it literally all the time and was obs- obsessed with it i fuck oh the traversal in ratchet and clank rift apart Mwah. insomniac awesome. yeah insomniac fuck. what a what a developer honestly now yeah one God, of the they weirdest just keep pumping them out. fucking things has happened on this show that ever, ever happened and it, it never happens this just never happens All three of us sitting here in our separate rooms doing a remote recording have all played 
the exact same fucking title, which is the Unreal oh, yeah. Engine 5 Matrix <laughs> Awakens experience. Is that what it's called? Because it's free. Yeah, it's free. That's <laughs> it. It was in the Game Awards. You know, they just dropped that shit. There was rumors about it like the week before. With or Keanu yeah, literally, Awards, literally, literally dropping it. it like, it's coming out. Here, have it. <laughs> <laughs> With his hand movements. <laughs> Oh, so good. And I, I'm, I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say about about this experience. Um, we'll start with you, Aaron. Yeah, no uh, you sound like you weren't too keen on it. What were your thoughts No, 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 no. I, I, I actually, I, I was keen to give it a go. Uh, and, and surprisingly, I was actually really impressed. I didn't think there would be much in this. Uh, but I was actually really impressed. Like I, I, there were parts of that, that experience where I couldn't tell if it was real or if it was, uh, Unreal Engine 5. I mean, there is a part there where you meet the character in the back seat where it's obviously Unreal Engine 5. Uh, mm. and that's the part that I was like, okay, now I can see it's in engine kind of stuff. But it, it, it did take me a little bit there to work out what's real and what's not. Um, I absolutely mm. loved it, but the part that I loved the most was actually at the very end of the car chase kind of thing where you are on the street and it's an open world kind of thing. I used the drone and I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to fly up and have a look at some of these buildings. You would not believe it, but you can actually go to some of the, the buildings there, all these high rises and look in the windows and in the windows are like beds and chest of drawers and like the smallest details in like an apartment that's, you know, 60 stories in the air kind of thing. Now in any other game, that shit would not be there. Like, it would just be blur, <laughs> or it would be, you know, tinted windows or some shit so you can't see in. Yeah. But I was just blown away with the amount of graphical detail in a, an apartment, you know, that's 60 stories in the air that is in New York freaking city. Like, who the hell would go mm-hmm. up there and actually inspect that, you know? My so, boy. was that New York? What what city do you reckon that was based on? Because oh. I was really curious about this. I didn't look it up. What do you reckon? New York? I thought it was New York. I thought it was almost Sydney. Oh, no, no, no. If you send the drone in the air, it is 100% not Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is a No, no, massive... but it vaguely reminded... Oh. It vaguely reminded me of Sydney. Some of the buildings and some of the like the the road the road interchange that you start off reminded me of King's Cross Street. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know the mm. one. You know the one. Um, and like just the types of buildings. I don't know if America has buildings like that, Send but the drone they up, you'll, the, you'll see. Yeah, the ones with the types of brick buildings, they just felt very uniquely like modern place Sydney, which is where the first film at least yeah. took place in. So that's what I thought they were going for. But yeah, I was just curious. It was interesting. I don't. Know, did, did, I didn't see any like landmarks that would make me think it was nah. New York. Did you see? Uh, yeah, stuff you, there? Uh, maybe I missed stuff. I I, I think I I thought it was. New I didn't York see any. City. Or, I thought it was New York City I because that when I said I didn't see the Empire State Building. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, see I, I didn't think I saw that Liberty either. Or Central Park or any of the. The, the only reason why I'm referencing New York City is because when I sent the drone up in the sky it is just an expansive kind of uh city it just goes on and on and on kind of thing and i thought Uh, i don't know based upon the building types and and how large the city was i'm thinking this must be new york city but it could just be a made-up city who knows yeah yeah well yeah it's it's funny you say you enjoyed the city roaming part i found 
I found that segment of it, uh, like, you know, I thought, I thought it was, I, I was like, oh, the cars look really cool and shiny. Um, but yeah. like, you know, lots of NPCs on the street. I thought it looked good, but I, I, you know, I kind of felt like, uh, Insomniac Spider-Man games, they, they look just as good. I didn't think it really looked much, much better than ah, that. Uh, maybe a okay. lot more reflections mm-hmm. uh, going on. Uh, but then, uh, like the, the the segment where you're doing that whole car chase, though, uh, when everything was in movement, there were certain moments where you're like, "Oh yeah, fuck, that looks ridiculously real." Um, yeah. I feel like you could really tell, uh, you know, that Neo and and uh, Trinity and Trinity were 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 re- recreated. But obviously, you know, it's new dialogue, and they're <laughs> they're much older now, so it would have to be. Uh, but those the moments where you get attacked by the agents, and oh, I love the whole uh, meta aspect of it, where they're like, "Oh, the marketing people say we need a sexy oh, yeah. action moment here." I thought, "Oh, that that's fucking great," um, <laughs> you know. And uh, and Neo going, "I thought we had full creative control." Uh, oh, I, I loved oh. it. The, the, the atmosphere they created in this demo was was really really that, cool. I that really reminds me of something. Whole... Sorry, Zach, to interrupt, but uh, <laughs> I know we missed. I, I know I'm late to the party here. We already talked about the game awards, but there was one segment in the game awards that you just kind of rem- j- reminded me. There, there was an advertisement for Bethesda in the game awards where they were like talking about recruiting, and they're like, "Would you like to, you know, come and work for us?" And it was like a a fun kind of spin on working at Bethesda, and they're like, "We really need your help. We're running out of platforms to port Skyrim to." <laughs> it was just so good when I saw that. I'm sorry, I know it's completely That's out good. of context of where we're at in the show, but I just it hit me. No, and no, I'm like, that was that was important. That was, no, that, no, was, that was important. Yeah, that Thank was, you. That was very much worth it. Tan- Tangent gets the tick of approval from Zach and Lockie. Yep. Continue. You're in the clear. <laughs> no litigation <laughs> necessary. Um, yeah, I love the meta aspects of it, but when you get attacked by those agents and you start uh, 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 shooting out the tires and watching those oh, yeah. cars flip, oh my god, yeah. the particles flying everywhere. The oh, way it's so the, good. The cars would bounce off one another. I thought it it looked absolutely insane. I noticed yeah. there were a couple of frame drops here or there, but I, I just can't believe the amount of work that must have gone mm. into this. That city is so massive and has so much detail. Yes. And it's for a free 15-minute demo experience that I guess is to advertise for The Matrix Awakens, sort of. Uh, yeah, I really well, cool. I, I, I have a feeling there'll be a game that'll come out of this as well. Like, they oh, didn't... Fuck they can't yeah, have I just done so. these assets for no reason. But I, I think it was a good showcase. You know what? I got strong vibes from... Um, because you can get into the cars that are parked and drive around. I got strong vibes for they're probably going to use Grand Theft Auto for this engine because it looks fucking great. Possibly. Like, oh. do, do Rockstar... Like, do, do, I think Rockstar has their know. own they engine. Do. Yeah, they, they Rockstar use their own they, engines, yeah. they got proprietary... The Rage engine. Uh, I, maybe. Who knows? Or maybe they might get... I don't know. They're, Maybe they'll keep gonna, it. Cl- I don't. Th- I don't see him stopping using the Rage Engine anytime soon. They might keep. They since. might keep the Rage Engine, but they might be. They might need to integrate these solutions into their engine because um, it looks fucking great. You and can always. You I can always switch they... it up. I mean, that's what Senua's sacrifice did, yeah. right? Like they they were creating Hellblade two on I think Unreal four or another engine, and then they said, "No, nah, it has to go on Unreal 5, and they've moved it over to Unreal five now. So you can yeah. merge assets well, over. 
And that's the thing, because it looks really good. And I mean, I haven't seen what the next Grand Theft Auto title is going to be running on and how, they, how they're going to pull that off. But I mean, this looks to me pretty clearly like where they should be leveraging those assets because it looks really, really good. And yeah. they're not going to um, do too well if they get all these random Matrix games come out that do car driving better than Grand Theft Auto. So... You know, either get on <laughs> oh, man, or fall dude. behind. That fucking car drive, the, the the car controls in this game, in the this experience, oh. holy shit, they're bad. Oh really? I never. <laughs> yeah, they're basic. Oh yeah, they're basic. Yeah, they're basic. Oh, it was just like a. You like turn the stick a bit and you're like. <laughs> it's yeah, and, and you're on the ice. side of the road. Not to mention, I'm pretty you're sure on... that the the car that I was driving, that maybe it was just a glitch when I played it, just had no yeah. sound. So you just you you're putting the. No, no, they're all like that. Nothing. Maybe, maybe it's an electric. Yeah. Electric car, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. There's no sound design, and if you crash into a car, it doesn't make any noise. It's really weird, but you know, at least visually, you know, graphically, it's there. Mm. You, you, um, yeah. It's like driving on. What ice. I what I want <laughs> from this Unreal Engine Five, though, is I really want some developers to go. You know what? We have a 15 year old game. Let's see what it looks like now in Unreal Five, and just go mm. from there. Like I think I told you guys before, I saw Zelda. Like Zelda, running, I saw I, <laughs> I saw Ocarina yes. running on ah. Unreal Engine Five, and holy yep. Yep. shit, I've never seen anything that looks yep. so goddamn good oh. in my entire life. Aaron, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yes, the Ocarina project with the Unreal Engine Five. Check out that demo on YouTube if you haven't. It looks incredible. Like, I don't know what Nintendo's doing. How good's the Unreal Engine 5 going to look like on the Nintendo Switch? <laughs> oh, don't, Zach. Don't. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just a joke at this point, isn't it? <laughs> like, oh, the... oh, Nintendo's God. just about having fun. Don't you remember? They're just about fun yeah. and innovation. Fun on uh, Unreal you know, Engine so like... 2. Leave us here. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a solid frame rate. You just need fun. <laughs> It's fun to play games that look like shit. <laughs> it, look at all the fun we're having. God. Oh, Poor Nintendo. Shit. I oh, oh yeah. Do you, do, you, do you guys have anything? I don't think there's really that much to say. It was just a 15-minute experience. I, I'd recommend if you are a fan of the Matrix and you just want to have a look at what we're going to hopefully get to see in the not-too-distant future... Uh, that the Unreal Engine 5 has to offer, then, yeah, fucking... It's free. Download it if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. I'd say it's definitely worth the 15 minutes of time it takes to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you, You, Aaron? Would you recommend this? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're a gamer and you're interested in where the future of games could be in regards to, you know, graphics and fidelity and all of that, absolutely give mm-hmm. it a go. It's it's a it pretty much is like a free tech demo of Unreal Engine five. So I don't see yeah. any uh yeah, I don't see anything wrong with uh giving it a go and having a look for yourself. Hmm. How about Loki recommend? Yeah, as long as you don't have like a limitation on your on your internet bandwidth <laughs> and usage, then yeah, absolutely. Why why wouldn't you? It's just a little fun demo. Oh, and Lockie, what you said about, you know, this this possibly being a precursor to a, another Matrix game. Oh, fuck, I hope you're right about that. That'd be interesting. Oh, fuck, I hope that's true. That um, I, I used to love the... the to, be honest, to be honest, looking back on it, Enter the Matrix and the Matrix Path of Neo were not good games. <laughs> but fucking hell, I love them. And it's just because, you know, it's, that's the Matrix is what popularized bullet time. Bullet time in video games is always fucking Absolutely fun. Absolutely. I, I miss yeah. it. Max Payne 3, perfect uh, example of that, as you mentioned it. before, Aaron. So, yeah. Yeah, fucking fingers crossed for that. Oh, yeah. This is, this is entirely speculative, but if we're seeing... Um... 
we're seeing a movie, a Matrix movie come out at the end of this month. We're seeing friggin' Keanu Reeves uh, spruiking a video game awards and a video game demo, and, and they, they even got Carrie Ann Fisher Moss on it. Um, <laughs> so disrespectful to Fisher, but yep, keep going. <laughs> and also Carrie Ann Moss. Um, that's two people I disrespected. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah. <sighs> Um, yeah, there's definitely going to be a Matrix game. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. They've yeah. got all of the, they've got all of the tech there. They've got the IP already yeah. to go. They're trying to drum up interest already through this yeah. stuff. Because I mean, the movie's already coming out, so it's not really a benefit for the movie standpoint. If I, if we this get a Matrix game. game, like I told you guys before, I want it to be the Merovingian though, the guy in the second one who talks about cause and effect. I really want him to tell me about uh, how he yeah, drinks too much French, wine and he needs French to take a guy. piss. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, that the, needs to the, run it. the French, the French guy that drugs that drugs <laughs> ecstasy pills in his lovers. Yeah, that's it. Him. He's got to be the protagonist. Yeah. Oh, oh he's geez. he's great. A real beacon of morality. That one. Well, 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 gentlemen. I have drunk too much water, and now <laughs> I need to pee. Cause that's and cause and effect. Yeah. So. I think oh, it's time we better end the show for this week on News to Reviews. Next week will be our final epi- regular episode for the year, Yoo-hoo. which is fucking crazy far out. We're like well over 100 episodes in now. I believe this is episode 106. Uh, plus oh, we have like 115 now, if you can. All the bonus episodes we've put out as well. So there's a lot of news to reviews for you to consume. But even during that break, we're going to have some bonus episodes for our audience as well. Aaron, it has been such a great episode talking about the bloody video game award advertisements, Halo Infinite, fucking... Oh, I've, I've had so much fun chatting games with you, mate. Thanks again Always a pleasure, me. Zach. Thank you for having me on, mate. And Lockie. And Lockie, you've been pretty... You've, you've been good. You've been pretty decent. I've been pretty good. Yeah, yeah you, I'm you, all right. You, you, you're, you're always great. You're like... It's it's hard to sort of know if you've had a good episode because you're you're always at your peak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what else do I say? Yeah, I know. I, shots were fired. I've really gone after, you know, beloved dead celebrities yeah. in this Yeah, one, you're really so. up your game, <laughs> yeah. didn't you, mate? What well <laughs> Yeah, I know. So, like, I, I should feel really proud of myself right now. Yeah, real quality work. Yeah, I'm shitting out. on the Star Wars oh. fans across the universe kind of thing. <laughs> uh, still, still, Voldemort aliens. Voldemort aliens. Gotta love them. Oh. Uh, and if you are a Voldemort alien, let us know what you thought of this episode of News to Reviews. By hitting us up uh, on, you can send us an email at newsreviewspodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on the socials Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter would be the best place to keep track of everything that we do. Our Twitter handle is at newsreviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Lockie, do you think you can handle at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night Ooh. coming up with some final words of wisdom for our listeners this week? Um,. My words of wisdom are, if you're planning, if you haven't bought gifts for your family yet and you're planning on ordering it in, it's already too late. Ah, oh, fuck! Yeah. Words of hindsight. <laughs> words of hindsight, not yeah. wisdom. <laughs> yeah, there's your, there's your wisdom for you. And I know this because I've tried buying myself a really expensive, nice laptop <sighs> and they're playing all of these fucking games in trying to not go ahead with the delivery. Yeah.
Oh, we need this information. Oh, we need this information. We can't continue until you give us this. I'm like, I've given you my fucking credit card. It's holding the payment. Well, what do you fucking need? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Lucky. Oh, that, is, that, is, that is great advice we needed a few weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, but, so you know, there you go. What? Wisdom that. <laughs> oh, I wish I, I wish someone gave me these words of wisdom a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh dear, but look to to speak of the holidays, it can be a really really stressful time for a lot of people. Everyone's under the pump at work, and just you know, if you're feeling a bit alone, it can definitely make you feel even more alone when it does hit the holidays. And if anyone out there is feeling like they're struggling out there, please make sure you do seek help and please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to leave the window open. And full disclosure, I have taken my pants off. Yes, now it's a party. Great. <laughs> wow. It's great. Okay, wow. A, it's getting real. I've been sweating so much, I had to put a wow. towel down on my chair because Excellent. I want to fuck this leather up. <laughs> yeah, it's a ball sweat. Disgusting. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> oh, no, I am wearing un- underwear, are you, pervert? You get, you get your mind out of the gutter, my friend. Hey, it's your it's your room. If we can't see it, no <laughs> Yeah. No I'm foul. Not, you guys like, can more, you're more than yeah. welcome to imagine. Imagine that I'm not wearing underwear if that uh, if that helps. I've never I've never imagined you wearing clothes at all, Zach. So <laughs> it's easy for me. Yeah.